Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trico Tidbits. That's the show with the terrible name, but the great guests. Uh, I'm joined today by a returning guest, Tim Shaw. Uh, Tim serves in many public positions, including but not limited to the La Habra City Council, uh, the Orange County Transportation Authority, as well as teaching as a professor at Rio Hondo College. Uh, now, we know Tim best as our Government Affairs Director at Tri-Counties Association of Realtors. Tim, how are you doing today? Doing great. Good to be with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you can, uh, you can join us again. Uh, how's, uh, are you managing to stay cool out there? Barely. It is hot. <laughs> or, <laughs> just trying to stay inside, yes. <laughs> That's been pretty ridiculous. Now, and, and Tim, the last time we spoke, we talked about lots of things. We talked about, uh, you know, Google being a liar. We talked to, had fun stories about Arnold Schwarzenegger. But there's one thing I really want to drill back down on, and that's uh, we went over some of the big uh, measures uh, that are going to be on the ballot uh, on uh, this uh, this 2020 election season, and I understand that there might be some new developments there. Is that right? Well, sure. There's always twists and turns as you lead up to the uh, uh, campaign and the election, and as far as who's endorsing, how much money is going in, in and out. So you can just kind of see how it starts uh, developing uh, in different fronts. Interesting. So, I mean, what are some of the big ones we're looking at now? Uh, as far as uh, uh, both both those that might hurt the homeowner uh, and those that might uh, might be helpful towards the homeowner in California at large. Well, uh, the big we got a few big ones. Uh, Prop 15 is the split roll property tax that's uh, rearing its ugly head once again. That's been uh, talked about and debated for a while. Basically, eliminating Prop 13 uh, tax protections for commercial real estate. Uh, they would leave them in place for, you know, uh, uh, residential, but uh, basically it would be, it's a humongous, it would be a humongous tax increase on commercial real estate. So that's Prop 15. Of course, uh, the California Association of Realtors has long opposed this idea, but it, it just doesn't ever go away. We're going to fight it out uh, here in November. Uh, we're, of course, opposing Prop 15. Okay, so Prop 15, and my understanding is, like you said, it's just basically uh, trying to sell to the voters that, uh, don't worry, we're not going to be raising your, your home property tax, but that, uh, that guy who owns a commercial building, you know, he needs to pay his fair share. Right, and there's a powerful ally there on the other side. The teachers union is, from what I could tell, really committed to getting that passed. And, you know, it is true the state government is uh, broke as a joke with the, with the pandemic, um, they spent a lot of money and revenues went away, but both happened very quickly. So the state, um, I mean, they're running through the reserves, um, but, you know, going forward, you know, the state's what funds education. So uh, with the state being really broke, they're going to make the case that we have to do split role as a way to keep the schools funded. So that that's the, the argument coming uh, on the other side. I mean, we, we see, of course, it would, it would devastate business across the state. Brick and mortar businesses are already getting, you know, pummeled out there by the Amazons of the world. So if you, if you own a, a shopping center and you suddenly get hit with a huge property tax increase, uh, boy, that's going to make, make life really, really tough for you. So we're, we're going to, you know, that's basically the battle there. The business groups, as you would expect, are, are lining up against Prop 15. Yeah, I'm, I'm, thankfully they are. And then I'm, my, I mean, I'm just looking at this right now. 
I can understand it from both perspectives, but just knowing lots of, uh, you know, people, not, not, not multi-billionaires, not multi-millionaires, but just, uh, in just mom and pop investors who own commercial property like that, like small, uh, small shopping centers. I, I can see how that's really going to damage uh, their finances here. I mean, enough that some of them are even discussing leaving California. Yeah. And, you know, just a, there's a basic fact, too. If a business gets, has to pay an additional tax, something happens. They either raise their prices to their customers. They, uh, you know, maybe just have to have less profit or they take it out on their employees, cutting their employees, you know, salary or just having fewer of them. So hmm. there's, there's not like the, the tax increase that somehow there's no no consequence to it. So people have to remember, you know, you don't just get to raise billions and billions in taxes and not have any kind of uh, ripple effect uh, from that. So people got to remember that one. All right. So that's, that's prop 15. If you are for, uh, if you're for uh, a stable economy, that's, that's a definite vote. No, then. I, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I mean, so what else are we seeing right now? Well, the other big one that we like is prop, uh, 19. This relates to the uh, transfer uh, of your Prop 13 tax basis. So this is um, uh, the California Association of Realtors has been the sponsor here. We tried this two years ago with Prop 5 and it failed. So there has been some modification this time um, and we, we think our chances are better going forward. So, you know, when people buy, buy a home and it, you get taxed based on that purchase price, and then uh, Prop 13 says that most your assessed value can only grow at 2% a year um, every year. But California real estate over the, over the last several decades has uh, appreciated more than 2%, <laughs> of course. So people are enjoying that lower property tax um, because of Prop 13. So what's been the consequence? People, no one wants to sell their house because they got that low property tax. So um, a lot we find that a lot of empty nesters, you know, the couple's raised their kids, the kids have grown up and moved out, but now they're still in their four or five bedroom house, not wanting to sell it. So we think by making it easier to take that Prop 13 tax basis to, uh, along with you to the next home, but go ahead and sell their home, let the younger family that's got, you know, all the kids at home still move into that, you know, four or five bedroom house. And then the older couple can, you know, move into the, the smaller home. And we would really right size uh, the housing needs, and it would be a great uh, benefit to our housing market in in California, up and down the whole state, as people were able to kind of you know get the housing that they really actually need at the moment. So we think it, it, it so there's overall a benefit. So there's you know the details to be worked out, but that's why we're trying to do this. It would right size and go a long way to addressing the supply problem we have out there in the market where because no one's wanting to sell their home because <laughs> they got the low tax base. So it, there's the supply is just so uh, limited and, and that this would go a long way, we think, to, to helping address that. Yeah, I mean, and that sounds like it would do a great deal. I know a lot of people who are staying in their home right now because uh, right. new taxes would be ruinous. It's, it's kind of surprising. All right. I'm sorry, go yeah. ahead. Well, you, you can do, you can transfer it along now with Prop 60 and Prop 90, I'm sure our members are, are familiar with, but with Prop 19, it would be make it easier to transfer. You could do it more than one time and you could buy a, a, a property that was actually more, more expensive than the one you were selling. You would pay a, uh, the property tax on that, on the difference 
you kind of have a blended property tax, but in essence, it just makes it easier to uh, transfer along your, your basis. All right, and so that's uh, so to uh, to address the housing supply shortage. That's Prop Nineteen. Yes, yes, yes on Nineteen. <laughs> okay, and and then uh, what else are we seeing right now? Prop Twenty One is uh, the rent control one. So our legislature passed AB fourteen eighty two. That was um, a law, basically bringing us a form of rent control. This one is now codifying it uh, through, the, through the ballot box with the voters. So um, obviously we don't like this one. <laughs> so rent control is, it's just a uh, reaction to what people see in the market with, you know, and it's no denying it that uh, rents are, you know, housing is just unaffordable for a lot of people. And if you're renting and you're trying to rent in LA, Orange, uh, you know, up in the San Francisco area, it's just really expensive. And, and we, we agree, everyone agrees with that. And housing affordability is just such an issue. Unfortunately, this, you know, solution to that affordability problem is a cure that's worse than the disease. It, it, by just having the government sh try to shove down rents, of course, you're benefiting the renter at the expense of the of the owner, the landlord. So, you you really completely distort the economics uh, uh, in real estate uh, this way. Uh, you take away a lot of incentive a, a property owner might have to you know maintain the property. You know, if the government's not letting you have much of a profit, you're not going to be replacing the carpet, replacing the toilet, you know, painting the home, replacing the roof. You, you, so in, uh, over time, we sometimes see in places with really strict rent control, the deterioration of the, of the property. So um, it's not a, a good long-term, long-term it just really fouls up the economics around, around the housing market. Now, now this is unbelievable. Tim, are you telling me that there are unintended consequences <laughs> to government action? <laughs> it's a lesson that we seem to forget every 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 two years when we have an election, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. Absolutely. And so Prop 21 has to do with like a statewide rent control, uh, probably the uh, uh, well-intended, but definitely the wrong solution to that problem, it sounds like. Well-intended, sure. But they, our friends on the other side of this one just don't seem to appreciate the, 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 what you're mentioning, that the unattended consequences of some of these actions are uh, not, not in anyone's best interest in the long term. The other thing too, to remember when, when you're dealing with the economics around rent control, if, if they'll probably have a cap, I think it's, you know, a landlord could raise their rent maybe um, two or 3% a year. Um, but maybe in reality, you probably know that people like this, they have a rental property, they have a great tenant who pays on time, they maintain the, the property well. The landlord might go years without raising the rent in reality. We probably know, know these situations. However, if the government's gonna have a cap where at most you can raise it you know, 3% a year, guess what? Every landlord is going to raise it right up to the 3% a year guaranteed every year because if they let a few years go by, they're gonna fall way behind and never be able to catch up. So the, the theory is you're helping the tenant by passing these rent control measures. A lot of times we find that it's actually hurting the tenant because it's forcing the landlord to raise it to the cap every year. They're just gonna keep raising to whatever the limit is allowed. So rent control, we, we also argue from, your, from a tenant's perspective is actually uh, ultimately a bad idea as well.
I, I, I completely agree. And it, I mean, it looks like that again, prop two. So right now we're, we're up to prop 15. No prop 19. Yes. And prop 21. No. Oh, <laughs> right. And, and so, you know, is there anything else that we need to look out, uh, look out for at the ballot box this, uh, this year? Those are the big ones related to uh, real estate for sure. Um, you know, I was going to mention, we do have, unfortunately with prop 19, uh, the one that we like, uh, some of the taxpayer groups we normally would, we would count on as allies um, are, are opposing 19, sadly. Um, for some of the caveats, what, what big caveat being if you inherit property, um, uh, with Prop 19, it says if you inherit, you know, your mom and dad passed away, you inherit their home. If you live in the home, you're gonna keep mom and dad's property tax basis, so that's great. But if you kind of inherit their home and then just rent it out as a, as a rental income property, that at that point it would get reassessed. And so the property tax would probably go up. So that is a change that's not helpful to every taxpayer in every situation. So some of the, like the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association came out against Prop 19 over that, that part of that issue. But um, that's been a change that the legislature has been looking at for a long time. And we have felt that our state lobbyists have felt that that's a change that's gonna be coming regard one way or, or the other so we might as well link you know to portability and a lot of good stuff in with that change so we can get uh, a lot of good stuff in in return so okay anyway the strategy is kind of to try to get something good out of this since it's probably going to be happening anyway right so people might be confused hey wait a minute i thought the 19 was a good thing for taxpayers but we're hearing from this taxpayer group that they don't like it so that i want to i want to make sure everyone understands their because of that one caveat, but I, you know, I, I understand what they're saying that in an ideal world, that wouldn't be <laughs> part of this, but we got to, you know, sort of being a little pragmatic about what's, what the reality is with the state legislature and the governor we have here, that that's a sort of change that we're just going to need to uh, unfortunately have to live with. I mean, and, and so on top of, uh, so we've talked about Prop 15, no, Prop 19, yes, and, you know, yes, even though there might be some things we don't like, and uh, Prop 21, no. Uh, is there anything interesting happening this election season? Well, we always have, you know, fun races at the local level. Um, you know, really before going into the pandemic at, at our state level, certainly housing really was Governor Newsom's uh, priority and the legislature's priority. So, um, you know, they were looking to make some pretty significant sweeping changes. I mean, SB5 was out there, uh, real, you know, built bills, excuse me, SB50 was out there. So, you know, it'd be interesting if we could kind of get this pandemic under control and, and maybe a vaccine and that we kind of went back to how we were. I, I would expect a lot of big stuff coming out of the uh, state when it comes to housing. I think he, the governor and the legislature really saw it as the issue of our time. Um, at least before this. I mean, it, it translates into ha uh, homelessness and, uh, and people just wanting to leave the state because of the, our, our housing being so unaffordable. So they were taking it very seriously. So, you know, if, if, if and when we get this uh, pandemic under control, uh, you know, we'll, we'll stay tuned for that. We're, we're going to have a lot of big legislation probably coming down the pike from that. I see. All right. Well, you know, and Tim, I really appreciate you. Uh, I really appreciate you joining us again, uh, sharing with us about what's going on uh, in the elections this year. And as we're looking at some of the big choices that are going to be made, um, uh, there is one thing, and you may recall, there's going to be a little uh, tradition I have 
uh, here. I'm going to send you. Uh, I'm going to send you a quote right now. If you wouldn't mind delivering a dramatic reading of the quote you'll be receiving momentarily. Okay. A two-year-old is kind of like having a blender, but you don't have a top for it. Excellent. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Well, Tim, I, I always appreciate you, uh, you spending your time with us. I appreciate all the good information you have to share, and thank you for all that you do for our association and the community. My pleasure. Always good to talk to you. All right. See you soon.